Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Podcast on the planet where we ask hard questions like, What happens if you're under the effects of a regenerate spell and someone cuts your head off? What? Well, there would be two U's. You know, Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, the question is, which. Is it both halves? I think that if the head would grow a body and the body would grow a head. But like that doesn't happen when the arm is cut off. When an arm is cut off, the body That's grows because back. those are very different organs. I they think just surely, grow surely a body the from your just... head. No, I think that. I think that. How long does a regenerate spell last? A minute. A minute. Um. Then it would probably be the body because it's the one that would take the shortest amount of time to regenerate. Ah. Okay. So it's like the bigger mass is what regrows the smaller mass. Yeah, that's my thought. So what happens if you're cut mm. exactly in half? Like um, down the middle. Clones. Like if I cut you from like the head all the way down to the wiener. To the then wiener? You, you, cutting my, you cutting my giant, massive, dripping, juicy cock? What happens? What happens if I do that? <laughs> I'm not giving you attention for your, for your crimes. No answer. <laughs> You know what? I think that then you just flip a coin and, and hope to God. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's enough of that, I reckon. Would we like to play some Pathfinder? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, so, last time in uh, Kingmaker, you guys did everyone's favorite thing to do in D&D, and that's read a load of books. <laughs> um <laughs> After having uh, fought off another uh, bloom uh, in the form of Nightmare Rook, uh, you were able to take some time and start researching uh, the nature of the blooms. Uh, You went to the Zenith Garden Libraries and spent a while studying there and found out some interesting information. Uh, Specifically, you found that uh, Nerissa seems to be linked to one of the eldest, a mysterious creature known as Count Ronalk, who vanished thousands of years ago, and was also the guy who uh, tormented the Tiger Lords up in the north a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, after you were like, we're getting ready to read more, uh, when again, disaster struck, turns out a bloom had appeared, uh, this time in uh, the mining town of Cavern's Edge. Uh, when you're brought there, you found that uh, the place had been raided overnight. And the raiders had appeared to come from inside the mine itself. When you went into the mines, you found a giant mountain and you climbed the mountain 
and up on with top with some difficulty. With some, there were a few mishaps in the climb. Um, Only to Icker. For some, you might uh, say that the true enemy wasn't the frost giants, but the mountain itself. <laughs> it hurt me more than the frost giants. Yeah, the mountain was actually pretty fucking bad. Um, but you were able to dis- uh, destroy the uh, grave, which uh, stood at the top of the mountain, beaming light into the middle. Uh, but not all the frost giants, and they said some spooky stuff, and mm, maybe I'll come back. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Or maybe they were just bluffing. You can't really be sure. Um, you were left with a single piece of stone, which read the name Ranauk from the grave. And that all but, you know, sort of told you that something fucky was going up with this lost Feylord. Uh, thankfully, though, Casca has uh, found a ritual which can let her find out more, perhaps. Time to hang out with some clerics. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... My question now is, uh, before we hop into character, what did you guys do after the whole, like, Cavern's Edge incident, after the Frozen Bloom? Uh, because that, w- that probably took the fuck out of you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you went to go get hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you did get some hot chocolate. Um, I think it's probably then, when we jump back in, uh, the next morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Alden, Iker, and Casca, you all stayed in, uh, Castle Gilmorg overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably because, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't need to tell you much more than that. Like, it's, it's been a rough night. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably had to over, like, overcome some frostbite. Um. Alden be like, five blankets to bed (laughs) Um, Casca Tanner has uh, made her way to be up in uh, Kilsell over the last few days because you kind of let her know that you were going to be studying non-stop yes Um, so she's been able to spend some time with you Um, (laughs) Iker obviously you spent time with Keston because he's always in St. Gilmorg yeah uh and in the morning, uh, Alden, you wake up, and you kind of, like, go over to the window, look outside. It's another beautiful Aridus day, mm-hmm. the end of summer. Kind of poetic in a way. The end of everything you've been fighting for coming towards the end of summer. And as you kind of stare at the window, you're lost in thought for a second before... Uh, a figure kind of appears in the reflection behind you and kind of looks over your shoulder and says, What are you looking at? What? It's uh, Evandra. And uh, they're kind of like just sort of looking off into the distance over your shoulder. Is there something out there? Oh, sorry, you scared me. No, I was just... I was just looking outside. You seem tired. I... <laughs> You know what? I am. I'm a little tired. It was me thinking you a restless hero, always on the search for the next big adventure. I'm not 21 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what age are you? Uh, I'm 26. They kind of blink you and says, forgive me, I'm not 
entirely familiar with human aging, but that doesn't seem like long enough to make you a tired, cranky old man. I'm not <laughs> old. Oh, you get so cute when you're flustered. Look at you. She kind of, like they kind of pinch your cheek. Flushing. <laughs> He's like, I'm not an old man. <clears throat> I'm just tired because there's been a lot of stuff going on. Well, I'll say at the very least you're being a responsible parent and like a kind of a wave of warmth washes over you both and Evandra kind of nods and says Briar seems to be particularly delighted to be at least partially awake. I'm glad. How many blooms have you destroyed by now? Um, he counts them on his fingers while I ask you how many we've destroyed. Uh, I mean, let's see, there was uh, the Whirling Lake, uh, there was uh, the, the Mandragora Grove, the Horned Hunter, uh, the Nightmare Rook, and now the Frozen Blooms. That's been five. It's like, um, five, actually. That's. They kind of like nod, saying, hmm. I'm going to assume then that you're probably getting close to actually waking her up. I hope so. <laughs> I just want to talk to her again. And how are the others doing? Um, Icarus recovering from frostbite. <laughs> the Kylie Grayson Hyperus is frostbite. Yeah, Icarus loses a finger. He, um. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. He, uh, there was an avalanche in the last, um, bloom. And Ice. he got covered in snow and I had to dig him out. It was bad. Um, I wish I could tell you more about what was going on in Nerissa's kingdom, but I... I'm about as in the dark as you at this point about what goes on there. It's okay. All I know is that this shit's annoying and I will be glad when it's over. Can I see the, um, you, you've been, you said uh, yesterday you found something from uh, the end of the bloom? Oh, yeah. I need, um, he pulls it out. I don't know if he'd still have it on him, but he has it, I guess. Um, and he's like, all right, yeah, it was this. And he holds out the little piece of grave. Uh, they kind of look down and they see Renalk's name and they're like, oh, oh, Count Renalk. Yeah? Do you... Why? Huh? Do you know something about him? Of course I do. Everyone knows about Count Renault. Okay. You <laughs> make me feel stupid. <laughs> I mean, I know a little bit. <clears throat> but that's just because somebody told me. Well, like, you know, I like I assume you know his involvement by now, right? No. Well, all right, well, let me put it into simple terms. Count Renalk was... Oh, motherfucker! Oh, fuck. Alden looks down. Damn it. <laughs> Puddle of water on the floor. Uh, I'm sorry, Alden. All it's right. okay. It's fine. I'll just get a towel. Um, downstairs, uh, Tanner is hanging out with you, Casca, a little bit as you both get yourself some breakfast. Um, 
It's just it's some oats. It's a nice nutritional meal. Tanner kind of like wheezes and says, "God, you uh, you really forget how good the food is when you don't get to eat it every day, huh?" <sighs> yeah, get to appreciate it just a little bit more. She kind of like uh, grins at you and kind of brushes like a strand of hair off your face. Holding up okay? It's okay as I'll ever be, honestly. It's been a stressful few days, but we've been managing. What is it now? Day 16? 17? It's 17, right? I believe so, yeah. Day 17, give it up for day 17. (laughs) Give it up for day 17. Day number two in the chamber. (laughs) They haven't found me yet. She kind of like laughs and uh, rubs her princess. You know, if I was stronger, I would go out and help. Like, I really would. Listen, it's okay. You do what you can, right? Yeah. I just. I don't know. I feel like I've not been able to take care of everything as well as I should have. Like, I feel bad not being able to lead Tatsil for right now, but I've had to leave basically everything to Patricia. They're still recovering. Kirsten's able to do his job just fine. Sweetheart. It's it's a, whatever. You're the one doing the real hard work, huh? She kind of like gives you like not a punch, but like a like a friendly pump on the shoulder. Uh, I think she just kind of smiles a little weakly and says, um, "I mean." Even if I, even, even if I am, it's, it still weighs a lot. In all honesty, I'd rather be the one to carry it than to put more on you. Hey, Casca. Huh? What's the story with Isoror? <laughs> and Isoror's like in the back of the, like a little bit behind you. And he's kind of like opening up the cupboard where you keep the meat with his paws. With his paws? Yep. He just kind of like Jurassic Park style has figured out how to open up doors. <laughs> oh my god! That's no. kind of that's kind of literally terrifying. That li- that's so scary! I <laughs> Fuck it. Um, wolf opening doors. Alright. Uh, I didn't know that you could do that. I um... I, I think he's just recently started to do that. I don't... Oh, he's, okay. He's gotten... He's able to understand us now. Wait, so he can hear me saying that? And, like, Isra kind of looks over his shoulder, and Tanner, like, freezes up. <laughs> and Tanner's like, Well, I think Isra's the best dog in the world. <laughs> God, don't we... <laughs> Mr. <laughs> I narrows a little bit before he goes back to unwrapping meat with his paws. God. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of laughs and says, Hey. She kind of like puts her hand on yours. We're going to make it out of this, okay? I know we yeah. are. One day we'll stop saying you killed the lich and we'll start saying you killed a dryad queen. That does sound nice to me. That sounds great, <laughs> actually. We've got a wedding to plan out for all this is over, huh? That's true. 
<laughs> she she just kind of like looks at you and like she's got true love in her eyes for a second she's looking at you now Casca before she kind of exhales I really love you Casca I love you and gives you a quick kiss and says well hopefully nothing weird happens today you got we've got to hopefully do that whole thing with the ritual instead of you know rushing off to save the day again well who knows you might have just jinxed it well, I certainly hope... Not. And then the door opens. And we're going to cut to Iker. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Iker, it is a few minutes before uh, the the door gets opened. Mm-hmm. Um, you are probably uh, walking along sort of like the corridors yourself. Mm-hmm. As you do. Yeah, I mean, especially when you're a brooding king. Yeah. How are you doing, Icar? Brooding king. <laughs> um, Icar. I like saying his name weird. Um, Icar is definitely lost in thought. Um, that's for sure. If that'll tell you how good he's doing. Um, mm-hmm. you know well, how it is when you're a king about? and you're lost in thought. Um, yeah, what's he thinking about? <laughs> um,. Well, he's thinking about kind of frustrated that he can't um, fully figure out um, the blooms because um, he's he's just mad that he can't um, fully protect Kilsella from them. Um, he's he's kind of like upset that like he can't um, know when they're going to happen before they happen and that they've had to like be told each time that um hey something uh fucked happened and over here come fix it you know what i mean these wishes that you could figure it out in advance yeah so that's kind of what's going through his mind i feel um. really bad for what i'm about to say <laughs> on you <sighs> Iker, you're kind of like walking and like you come past the main doors and suddenly like you like you hear a knock on the main doors of the castle. Um, which is not something you usually hear because Yeah, that's weird. These are extremely large doors. Normally they just open. <laughs> yeah. Um He he pauses for a moment um before walking over to him and opening him. Uh outside uh you see a figure. A figure? It is a uh, short, short figure uh, Mm -hmm. wearing uh, a ton of robes uh, that kind of like it's hard to tell exactly what they are, except that they are short, like you would say size small. Um, Mm -hmm. The robes kind of disguise any trace of what ancestry they may be, uh, but they are like um, kind of peering up at you and uh, they kind of say in like a quiet, squeaky voice. Um, s- sorry. This is, um, uh, this is your your king, please, right? Yes. Can I help you? Um, <laughs> I think. Um, my friend has gone missing a little bit. Um, that's I'm getting ahead of myself. For for anything else, you are a really really great king. Love everything you've been doing. Like. 
Um, Kill Cell is a great home. Like, I, I do want to let you know that, you know, you're you're doing a great job. Thank you. Yeah. Wait, what about a missing friend? Um. Well, I think my friend might have been um locked off from coming to visit me. Um. And, you know, I was just wondering, maybe there'd be something you could do about that. Uh, because, you know, you're the king. What do you mean, blocked off? Uh, I mean, like, there's, you know, I, I I just haven't been able to visit. And, like, you know, I, I'm wondering if that was, like, something maybe you did as a king. Like, I don't know if you put any borders up or stuff. Borders? Not that you can't pass through. Okay. Um... Are they physically unable to come to kill Sella? Um, well, te- <laughs> I... Normally, yes. Um, but this isn't... Um, can I come in, maybe? Like, Sorry, um, like, I'm confused. You... Yeah, um, you tree... Like, you've... It's usually, like, the tree big guys, right? Like, you... The sheriff... Sheriff Felstad's lovely, by the way. I I don't know if he remembers <laughs> I'll, me. I'll I had him. a drink... I had a drink with him, like maybe a year or two ago now and it was like it was a great experience he's very very real as a person like he's very um you know you, you know that he's he's uh what's the word and uh this figure kind of like paces a little bit no no um authentic there we go very yeah. authentic person um I don't know if he remembers me at all but um I, I, I remember does. him and um and uh you know the high priestess, of course, she's very pretty. Um, <laughs> so I, it, I, this isn't me trying to just, you know, have an audience with the king. I, I just maybe think something's gone weird with the border. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's been like a rules mix-up. Huh. So. Oh, so you mean they legally can't get in? Maybe. I don't really know. I, I haven't really been paying attention to the laws and stuff. I've been... That shouldn't if, be right. I'm being honest, I... I love the laws. Um, they, like, they say <laughs> suddenly, like, a much more high-pitched voice. No, 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 it's okay. Um, I appreciate any criticism, but... Um, no, 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 it's, 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 um... I... Can I talk to the sheriff, please? <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll I'll direct you to him. Um, and he gives them um, where Alden mm-hmm. is. Well, like, would you like to gather everyone? Oh yeah, that would work too. Okay. Um, Alden, oh, sorry, Iker, you kind of bring uh, this figure into the like, like uh, mm-hmm. room that Casca and Tanner is in, and Tanner's like, oh god, damn it. Hmm. Nothing. Casca, you're right, I jinxed it. <laughs> oh, did you uh. fucking <laughs> Alright. Um let me go get Alden and um you guys stay here, right? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Um Alden, you come down in a few minutes afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um and you do maybe you recognize this figure. Um a year ago or now before you went off on your journey into the Hook Tongue Slough, uh this figure uh, you encountered, uh, if you remember their name, was 
F.A.E. Fulraid, a uh, ratfolk vagrant who had come to kill Stella to avoid some troubling details in her past. Mm-hmm. Fucking Stan. Oh, I actually think... I, I think I remember her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you had a nice conversation about horses with her. Fun. <laughs> um, you kind of come down and uh, F.A.E. kind of straightens up a little bit and she's like, Oh, um, goody, uh, morning, uh, Sheriff Elstad. Oh, hey. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. I haven't seen you in a while. Hi. Yeah, mostly because I've been hanging out near the bog. Um, that's not the point. <laughs> well, technically it's the point. I guess it's the point. Um, is there, like, a, a way that I make reports for, like, weird stuff? You can just tell us. We're listening now. Um... Okay, well, again, before anything else, this isn't a criticism about Kelsella. You're doing a really good job ruling everything. Um, the <sighs> fact that I haven't been, you know, like, I'm, I feel safe here, you know? Like, I finally feel like I have a home again. And that's that's really great. Um, um, wow. But if you are involved in this, I, I'm not super thrilled. Um, what happened? Um... Well, <clears throat> I have a friend. Um, their name is Kaket. Uh, they're a bog strider from the Hooktang Slough. Okay. And uh, do you guys remember uh, bog striders by now? Or do you remember bog striders? Bog striders, yes. Uh, they were the... Uh, you met one back when you were uh, in, uh, infiltrating the Boggard tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of like uh, pond skater type creature. Okay, I was thinking that because it's a bog strider. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you rescued one from the clutches of the Boggard clan. Mm-hmm. Um, Effie kind of continues this. Well, the long and short of it is, um, I've been meeting with this one bog strider a lot. Uh, we've got a we got a real nice friendship going. Um. He doesn't really come off out of the swamp very much because, you know, bog striders prefer the water. But um, recently, you know, he um, hasn't shown up. Which is to say, like, um, for the last few days, there's been no sign of him. Mm-hmm. He's... He and I don't think it's that he's dead because I, I know where... Um, their village, their like villages, Tuknikarat. Um, mm-hmm. I can see it in their horizon. I can see smoke coming from it, and everything's still going fine. But usually, the bog striders are like leaving there, aren't? And I was kind of wondering if like you had anything to do with that, or with the weird way the water is moving in the swamps now. The swamps moving weird? Okay, that's not us. We don't first. We wouldn't do anything like that. Um, yeah, that's definitely not us. That's a job for us, though. Um, I mean, the, the landscape does look different. How different? I mean, it's all water now. All I think, water? anyway. Like I um, huh. like it look. It looks like all the swamp itself is actually just a painting on the surface of the water. 
Does that make sense? I don't. I hope I don't sound crazy. No, I, 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 no, I'm not, I'm, I'm no. I, there's weird shit's been going on. Anything you say to me, I could believe you. Okay. <laughs> and Alden rubs a hand down his face, and he's like, "Uh, we'll check it out." Yeah. Okay. Um. I. I pre. I can show you. Uh. I can show you the way if you'd like. That would be helpful. Yeah. Thank you. Um, if he kind of like throws you, Casca, like a glance and then like looks away and kind of tugs on their thing, uh, they seem to be sorry, she seems to be a little bit uh, flustered by you. Uh, <laughs> I think she raises an eyebrow and she's like, Is everything all right? Yeah, you <laughs> are you sure? I mean, no, my friend. Might be in trouble, I guess. We'll do everything we can to help your friend. Okay. <laughs> Gay people be like. <laughs> um. So, do you let uh, FA show you the way to uh, the weirdness? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh. You guys uh, make your way uh, through the narrow marshes. Uh, you have like a road which directs uh, like it's a, co- a direct connect from uh, St. Gilmorg to uh, Numesti's uh, Fort Numesti. Mm-hmm. Um, so thankfully it only takes you a few hours. Uh, it is about 4 p.m. by the time you get to uh, the Hooktung Slough. It is as disgusting as you remember it. Sick. <laughs> Great. Baller. Love Um, it's still like a gross, disgusting swamp. Um, but as you start like approaching um, and kind of going off road for a while, uh, F.A. kind of like continues explaining. So I met uh, Kakech like about a year ago now. Um, he's actually he's really nice. He's so sweet. He's like. A really good friend of mine. Um, mm-hmm. He knows where to find all the nicest swamp flowers that I can't really get to because I I can't walk on water. Um, That's great. But we, you know, we've been you. making bouquets and stuff together. Um, you know, flower arrangement. It's it's nice. I I don't know if you ever done flower arrangement, but it's it's really fun. Um, anyway, the point is though that like for the last three days, none of the bog striders been leaving their place, and like I said, the swamp looks. Weird, and I keep seeing like this these shapes moving in the swamp itself, but like not, not through the swamp. Like it's almost like it's under the swamp. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain without seeing it. And if we keep walking for a little bit, I'll be able to show you. And I, I promise I won't sound crazy. All right. All right. Um. As you approach, you do eventually see something in the horizon, which immediately makes you go, hmm. <laughs> There's like a cloud, which is almost entirely localized over one specific set of land, and it is pouring rain. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah, I know, right? Huh. 
and as you kind of start approaching closer, you see what she meant by the swamp itself looking weird. Um, it does look like it's a painting. Like, it's... Um, you know Super Mario 64? The way yes. that, like, the paintings mm -hmm. ripple? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how the landscape is. Yikes. <laughs> oh. Uh, it kind of, like, every once in a while shakes a little bit. Um, you can see like there are swamps and bushes and again they seem like painted uh, in like a watercolor rather than really being there mm -hmm. um, each like it's a different style each time you get to a bloom uh, this one though is very much so like an old English watercolor and hmm. the rain is pouring down hard but like every once in a while you do see like the landscape ripple as if something is moving beneath it. Mm -hmm. Weird. You stop a few feet away from like the um, the downpour and FAA kind of shrugs and points off into the distance and you do see in the middle of this you see uh, what appears to be a small village built into the swamp. And uh, she kind of says... Well, that's usually where I see Kaka coming from. That's Toknikarat. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't come out of there in a few days. So, I don't know, help, maybe? Of course. <laughs> yeah, we'll help. I, sorry I assumed that you did this. It was I, I don't like to jump to conclusions. Um, it's okay. I did only see the posters, like, when I was coming into town so I so I, I wanted to you know start with uh, well I told maybe loves I'm sorry I'm, I'm blabbering um okay you're okay. okay do you guys know how you might be able to stop this um it really depends on what it is we've been able to stop everything weird thus so far so I don't doubt That's reassuring at least um, either way, you are left staring down this, like, almost, like, liquidized swampland. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's got jelly physics. Ooh. Interesting. That's weird. It is fucking bizarre. Um, what do you guys do? Alden looks and he's like, well, we should probably go there, right? Yeah. See I mean, what the fuck is so. happening. Can't figure it out from over here. Yep. Um, and then he's like, shall we? Alright. Let's go. And then they okay. go. Home. They go um, home. <laughs> Alden, do you walk, like, do you guys walk towards her? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who is Carefully. leading the charge? Um... Well, who would be first to walk towards land like that? Uh, probably Alden. He has, um, <laughs> the least... He has the least, um, sense of, like, maybe let's not do that, so... Okay. Um, Alden, you start walking towards it, and, uh, as soon as you pass into the, uh, rain, which is falling, like... You can see, like, the sheets of rain. One second it's there, the next it's not. No? As soon as you step into the rain, you fall into the swamp. 
Oh, God. Like, true to ground, you swoon. Oh, shit. Oh, God. And uh, you fall into a murky, acidic water. Um, Alden, you start taking acid damage. No! Help! Uh, um, you take 15 damage. Oh, oh, my God. Okay, that's fine. This is okay. Alden, what do you, what do, you do Alden? <laughs> Alden yells. Um, and then he's going to try and get out. Okay, you quickly, like, fumble and, like, grab onto the ledge and pull yourself out. And you are, like, you are hissing as you pull yourself onto the dry land out of the rain. Jesus. Um. You turn and look back at where you st- where you were stepping, and it was definitely solid land. It's just in that watercolory looking paint. I think Alden... Is there? He he picks up a stick from somewhere, and I think that he like he squats down in front of it, like right in front of where it, it changes, and he tosses the stick a little bit. The stick hits the uh, surface of the uh, swampy tank, and then hisses that it dissolves into the, what appears to be water. Okay. So that just happened. Are you, Are you okay? okay? I'm good. I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. I just fell into fucking acid. Yeah, you sure did. I'm, that's why I'm assuming you're not okay. Uh, I'm okay. I'm not like dying or anything. It just hurt. Yeah, alright. Um. Mm-hmm. How the fuck are we gonna get in there? <laughs> hmm. Oh wait, I have fucking magic. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Sometimes you yeah, forget. Don't do it. <laughs> um, Iker is gonna two dimension door. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, are you going to where are you going to dimension door? Is there any like part of it that looks like solid land? Yeah, this place Alden just stepped. Yeah, but that wasn't. Yeah, but it was made of rock. Alden stepped onto something that looked like it was solid land and then he fell through it. Oh, fucking god. Okay. It's going to be one of those. Um So, how far is the guy's, uh, place? Uh, Tachnikarat looks about a mile in. That's perfect, because Dimension Tour is a mile long. Um, okay. He turns to Casca and all of me is like, I have an idea, hold on. Okay. If, If I'm not back within, like, a few minutes... <laughs> then it's I'll start also planning the funeral. Hmm? If if you don't come back within a few minutes, I'll just start planning the funeral. <laughs> yeah, alright. Um, and I think Iker's gonna try and teleport all the way over there. Okay. Iker, you teleport all the way over there. <laughs> Damn it! Okay, I'm gonna teleport back, that hurt. Uh well first you take sixty-six damage as well, Iker. Uh you also, as you kinda like 
fall into the acid at 17 damage. As you fall into the acid, you do see the bog striders who are all kind of like huddled up in on top of like a pile of wood, and they look down at you with like blatantly surprised eyes. Um, <laughs> they just see a fucking tall lanky guy teleport over and drop into the fucking acid. Yeah, you hear them go. <laughs> Oh god, okay, um, how far is the bundle of wood that they're on? Um, it's like a few feet. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, is there any room up there? Yes, there is. Alright, I'm gonna try to get on it. Okay, you start trying to get on, and their eyes like widen, and like, and they start like trying to push you back. <laughs> no, hold on, get you off the table. And, like, they point. You. They point at you to get away, to go fuck off. Um, and Alden and Casca, you see in the <laughs> landscape start to ripple again. Hmm. Um, it looks like something might be heading towards Tokmikarat very quickly. What the? Uh oh. <laughs> oh um, she looks good. She looks good. The bog striders uh, see this happening and they're like, and they start like panicking and like one throws a rock at you. Uh, oh, the no. others try like. Paddling away. Iker, you I'm take another 66 acid them. damage. Ow! Um, Alden. That's an additional 17 damage, Iker. Um, Jesus Christ, okay. Alden turns to Casca and he's like, Casca, can't, 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 um, Isser fly? Can he fly us across? Um. Um, pets the back of Isser's armor and says, I think you can manage, definitely. Can You can fly us there, Isser. Like He nods. All right. And like, the wings burst out from his back. He gets low and growls. And Iker, you are still in the acid. Um, not great. It's uh, not great. But what's... Like, this is hurting a lot. Uh, but what... There's also a slight problem. Mm-hmm. Something is definitely moving towards you through the uh, liquidized swamp directly at you. All right. This is, a, this is cool. I'm into and this. You turn and you see this rippling suddenly pool around as a giant shape bursts out of water. It's a worm. Oh, fuck. It's the fucking worm. Um, a immense, hideous, red-segmented worm with hook-shaped jaws extends, extending from its rubbery maw. Uh, kind of like pulls out of the water and it looks down at you before like it gets ready to attack and opens its mouth and a rattling slithering stinger shakes from its mouth and everyone we're gonna roll some initiative okay dice will roll will return after these messages Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. Knock knock, who's there? It's me, Derry, and I'm here to thank our Patreon supporters. Uh, so let's get right to it. A uh, huge thanks to Anna Maria, Andrew Perkins, Archfighter, Kane Kendrick, Casey Korn, Danny, Don Bewley, Emily Lederna, Grey Kitsune, Harley Fleming, James R., Jenna Mitchell, John the Book Order, Jordan, Kiani Glenn, Leon Melior, Mikey, Felicia, Roxy, Sierra, Sky Evangeline, Sonia, SS66Seeker, Cynical Spinstress, Tesla Edge, Triceratops, Tyler, and Valerie. As always, 
huge thanks to you guys for helping keep the show rolling. And a big thank you to Danny and Jenna Mitchell for joining the show for the first time. Uh, you guys are helping us uh, push into the last bit of Kingmaker and get ready for our secret season two. Um, there's not really much else to say right now, um, but thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you can get a character on the show using our Patreon. As always, just like uh, dear sweet uh, FAE from Emma Loderna, we've just put a, our blooper reel for book five onto the Patreon, so if you're looking for a ton of goofy content of us failing to play the game miserably, or maybe you're looking for homebrew monsters, which we've also put up from book five, uh, up-to-date character sheets, and later in the week, or maybe next week, we will be putting up another episode of Behind the Rolls, where I get to talk about the Hands of Destruction. You know those guys, Sildare and Co. Time to find out their backstory, because it's intense. Um, so, we'll leave it there. Thank you all so much for enjoying the show. And as always, gang, keep it rolling. Hi, my name is Mackenzie. And my name is Rachel. And together we're Dungeon, Dungeon Wives! The game where two savics in love play a little bit of D&D. We tell a story of a young tiefling named Alkyne who goes on a journey to find a destiny greater than herself. And possibly a wife. And possibly a wife. You can find us at DungeonWives.com and also at DungeonWives on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks! Bye! Bye! Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Thirty. Well. Mm. All right. Uh, thirty-six. Forty. Okay. So, first in the order is Alden. Uh, Alden, you are on the back of Isroar. Um, there's not really much you can do because the fight is a mile away. Um, I think what Alden does for now is just... Okay, you pull out Briar. Um, that's I it. think okay. he pulls out Briar. Casca, just in, just you're on Isror's back. Isror is flying towards a giant yes. red worm, uh, which has pulled itself up from the acidic illusion of this land. Uh, first action is to get a Telesaur to move. <laughs> okay, he moves. He certainly flies very fast. Uh, he spends both of, both his actions flying, so he goes about uh, 120 feet, which is great. They're still a mile away. Uh, a mile in feet is like... Uh, it's 5,280. Jesus. 5,280. Okay. All right. So that would take you... 44 turns to get there. <laughs> okay. Time to look at some spells. <laughs> Time to look <laughs> at um, some spells. Uh, what is the highest that I can go for Celestial, considering I don't think Primal has any teleportation? 
Unfortunately, I take most of the teleportation type spells are on arcane and occult. Yeah, which I don't have. Um, fuck. <laughs> you could uh, wait for Iker and uh, hope that he teleports back to you. <laughs> Please teleport back to us. <laughs> Please. Okay, yeah, she, she's just gonna wait. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> um, Iker, it's your turn. Uh, you take 66 so fucking funny. acid damage because you're still in this. I'm trying to get swamp. out! Also, also, there's an immense fucking worm staring at you and it's about to, like, re, like, attack you. It's like. Its jaw is like whirring, its tongue is spittling at you. It's horrible. Well, I'm gonna get the fuck out of there. Um. Teleportation time. I mean, dimension door time. Um. Um, you fucking out of existence. Um. And, uh, the worm kind of like, you see its head like tilt. And like, it doesn't see the others, you don't think? Uh-huh. Um, which is good, they're staying very still. Uh, but its head does, like, turn when it hears you guys, like, off in the distance. Uh, you are now on top of Isror, and is kind of panting a little bit. He's a little bit heavy. Uh, Jesus Christ. But you're not in the acid anymore, and you're good friends. What do you do? Um, well, the second I get there, I'm fucking screaming, because that hurt. Um, all right. Worms. How do you react to your good friend being back? Worms. Worms? Like, worms. The the big ones that we saw in the book. (gasps) Worms. He nods. Okay. I would have liked it to not be worms. I I genuinely did not like those worms. I would have loved it to not be worms, but here we are with fucking worms. Uh. So it seems like everywhere we step is acid. Okay. Can, can either of you fly at all? No. Can anyone here fly? Okay. Then you... Okay. Then both of um, you are going to take Isoror. I have something else that I can do. Bro. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> um, it is the Mireworm's turn. Um, it kind of, like, ducks back under the water and is starting to, like, pummel towards you guys. Um, we're gonna skip a few rounds as I assume you just, like, fly towards one another. Yeah. Would that be fair to assume? Uh, yeah. I mean, Casca is going to... Wait, ha- uh, mm-hmm. Iker, what's your uh, HP at? How are yeah. you doing? My HP? I'm at 153. I'm good. Okay. Okay. Uh, then she is going to dragon form. <laughs> Okay. Holy shit. Okay, Casca, you leap off Isor, and before you hit the uh, acidic water below, you transform. What'd you become? Probably the gold. Okay. Casca, you turn into a beautiful golden dragon, and you roar. You are now flying alongside Isor. Um, meanwhile, the Meyer Worm is still digging through the scenery towards you. Um... So we're going to hop back into the initiative. It takes you a few minutes of, like, tunneling towards each other as the Meyer Worm comes closer and closer before it, cut, like, it breaches out of the, like, swamp and, like, it hisses, its tongue rattling again. And it is going to use its breach ability. Um, 
So the azure worm swims up to its speed and then leaps vertically out of water up to 30 feet and makes a strike against a creature at the apex of its jump. 30 foot vertical jump. <laughs> it's making a jump. Uh, it's going to attack someone who is 45 feet above <laughs> the sur- water surface. I'm going to assume Isror is that high. Don't you dare. Probably. Don't you fucking dare. Um, so it opens its big old mouth and it goes... <laughs> It was nice knowing you, bro. Ah, fuck. Uh, okay, so that's gonna be a 15 bro. plus 33. That is a uh, 48 against Isoror. That is actually a crit. Okay. No. Um, Damn it. Well, this isn't good. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, 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 wait. What? Wait. I have a hand free. Yeah? Is this a melee attack? Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> um, Alden is going to use Guardian's Deflection. Um, and okay. he's going to, um... He's gonna make it so this isn't a crit. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so you give Isra a plus two to AC, which would... J- KK, would that just about turn it into not a crit? Yes, 48 was 10 above, so we're good. Okay. Okay, well, what happens is uh, um, this creature is lunging out of the water to bite down Isra's head off, and you fucking punch it. You punch this thing in the face. Jesus. Yeah. Um, which I am going to say actually stops it from doing the next thing it was going to do. Um, but still, like, just bite into Isror, just not enough to actually, like, crit him, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's going to be... That's going to be 39 damage to Isror. Alright. Um, it's then going to, uh, k- like, kind of, uh, swish its head to the side, and, like, it's clearly angry that you bopped it in the face, Alden. Uh, so it is going to, uh open its mouth, and its stinger blasts into you. Great. Uh, that is a uh, seven. Uh, that's a total of 35, Alden. No nope. 35 hit? Okay. Nope. Uh, you deflect this incoming tongue sting, and it hisses at you like with a... <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Ew. Fuck you. Um... Alden, it's your turn. You're on top of Flying Wolf and a giant red worm came out of of this thing. Um, Yeah, this is not how you expect to spend your day, necessarily. No, it's not. Um, Alden is going to use Briar now. Um, Okay. Now he puts uh, both hands on his sword. Okay. He's gonna go and kill. Uh, He's gonna kill. That's just how it is. 34. A 34 is a miss against the, uh, the Mire Worm. Okay. Then I'm going to... I'm going to use both of my last actions to uh, power attack. Okay. 45. A 45 is indeed a hit. Roll damage. Okay. So that is... 6d12 plus 12. 
Okay. <laughs> 59 damage. Alden, uh, Briar cuts deep into this tank, like, real deep, and, like, almost gummy red blood uh, blasts out of it, like, Sekiro style. Um, mm -hmm. And, like, the Meyer worm that's a uh, bubbling <laughs> at you. <laughs> the next thing that happens is not something you do, Alden. Okay. Well, I mean, that's his whole yeah, turn well, anyway. Well, suddenly you hold a sword up in your uh, in the air and uh, you start. it starts to glow. Okay. And Alden, wood starts to crawl down your hand from where you are holding her and go down your skin and cover you peeling up your face until you are made your skin is covered exclusively in bark. Oh shit. Um, what? And you feel a surge of confidence blasting from Briar. Uh you've been affected by bark skin. Fuck it. Bark. Fuck it. Trialden. Trialden. <laughs> Trialden. Um so this is a level eight bark skin. So you have eight resistance against all bludgeoning and piercing damage, and twelve weakness to fire. So do be careful. But like, I... thing... <laughs> you're a tree. I just you got are... rid of that. <laughs> uh, just while you are a tree, this is what happens. Okay. Um, Briar is apparently very giddy to have done that. So, hey, this is new. Alden feels that and he's like, well, okay, oh, whoa, am I wood? Am I wood? You're wood. Uh, Iker, you can see that Alden is made of wood. Why are you wood? He, he I don't know. Like he's, he's looked like the, he's the Ting from the Fantastic Four, except made of wood. Oh my god. <laughs> and what a sweet haircut. <laughs> Um, sweet. <laughs> wait, Iker touches him. Does it feel like bark? Yes, he is made of bark. Bro, fucked up. All right, Casket, it is your turn. <laughs> You're a fucking dragon. Alden's made of wood. You just feel felt a surge of confidence rush through you. There's a massive worm the size of a skyscraper that's causing a ruckus. What do you do? Uh, she's gonna ride that wave of confidence and fucking breath weapon this thing. Okay, roll. Or he has to roll. Yep. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. How agile is a is a, a Meyer worm? Probably uh, not very agile. I don't know, I'm oh, pretty sure. The answer is actually not very agile. That's Ooh, that's his worst one. Um so that's surprised for a fucking worm. Oh, oh, let me check my DC for primal spells. Oh, so close. Okay, it's not a crit, but he does fail. Okay, well, he's going to take that damage. Uh, 25 damage. All right, he takes that damage and it sears into him as you breed fire upon him. And he, like, lets out another bubbling. And then... And she can't use that breath weapon for another singular round. <laughs> oh shit, lol. <laughs> um, I think that's what, that's two actions, right? The breath weapon's two actions? Yes, you have one action left. Okay. Uh, she's gonna... I think she's gonna... Yeah, she's gonna bite it. Why not? Let's bite it. Okay. Uh, where's my... That's a 
40. A 40 is a hit. Roll damage. Okay. Uh, 30 damage. The last 2d6 is fire, if that means anything. Uh, well, you fucking pierce into it and, like, rip off some of its meat. And again, like, it is not having fun. It doesn't like that you are doing this. Good. Iker, oh, uh, also, do you want anything to do with Isror? Is he going to keep flying? Is he, do you want him to go in and bite? What do you want him to uh... do? Uh... I think he's gonna go in and bite. Okay, roll to attack. Bite. Um. Chomp. <laughs> that is. 43. Wait. A 43 is a yeah, hit, roll damage. Uh, 21. Alright, yeah, you do that damage uh, as far as you chomp into him. Uh, you guys are tearing into this thing, but it still looks like it's got a good chunk of HP left. This thing's um, tanky. Yeah, it's a f it's a massive fucking worm, okay? From the fairy world. <laughs> Why are there worms Iker, so tanky? Iker, it is your turn. The massive worm uh, is still bubbling around. What do you do? The massive worm needs to give me a fucking fortitude save. Uh -oh. <laughs> okay, so that is a uh, 14 plus 34. That is a 48. <sighs> it's a crit save. Alright. Well, you know now that it's, it's tanky and more than just HP. Uh, what were you casting? Spirit Blast. Uh, well, you try Blast its spirit, only to find its spirit is unblastable, it seems. Uh, the worm lets out another <laughs> at you, and you're like, fuck's sake. I hate this bitch. I hate this bitch. I hate this bitch. Um, right. You've one action left. Do you want to do anything with it? <laughs> one action. Um... Mm, how far away is it from me? Uh, I mean, Isror just launched in to bite it, so you're very close. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say I had my rod out. Almost certainly. Um, I am going to press button three. Because I don't press button three a lot. Um, Which one is that? A long, finely pointed needle emerges from the rod. When it's thrusted, the sound of thundering hooves can be heard. The rod comes a plus three striking thundering long spear. You gonna stab him? You gonna stab yes. him? I'm gonna fucking stab Go him. Go for it. Go All for right. it. 39. That's a hit. Roll damage. Oh, sexual. Okay. Um... It doesn't have ears, but if it did, it would be fucking um, deaf, deafened. I think it probably is still deafened. Um, in fact, I think that, yeah, that kind of uh, does fuck him up a little bit. He doesn't like being deafened. Well, 12 damage. Uh, well, he takes 12 damage, but then it uses its reaction to shake it off and it is no longer deafened. Oh, fucking good. Um, it is the Meyerworm's turn. 
It looks at this big, juicy dragon that's just seductively floating around in its airspace. Don't call it. It's gonna take a chomp of that. I'm gonna take a chomp of that, Casca. Uh, so that is an eight plus thirty tree. That is a forty-one. That hits. Okay. Uh, well, it does forty-six damage to you, Casca. Mm-hmm. And as a free action, it used improved grab to bite you into its mouth. Okay. And uh, it's going to use its reaction because it's its turn, so it resets. It's going to use its reaction to uh, fast swallow you. What um... is your thing with war? Go! What is your thing with war? I just want to know Go! specifically what is your Go! thing. <laughs> Uh, the monster attempts to swallow a creature of the listed size or smaller, which in this case is basically anything. Uh, I assume you are size huge or below. Uh, I, I'm not. I didn't heighten this to eight, so I'm size large. Okay. Well, Gulp, um, uh, it's going to try to swallow you, so it's going to make an athletics check. Uh, oh, that's not good, actually. Uh, that is a tree. Plus, it's athletics, that is a 38. Uh, what is your reflex DC? Um, 32. Okay, yeah, it swallows you down. Uh, go up! <laughs> um, you take 25 damage, Casca, as you are swallowed up. Uh, you, while you are now inside the mire worm, you are grabbed, you are slowed one, and you have to hold your breath or start suffocating. You and the fucking um, vor. So that's not good. How do you feel about that, Casca? One day I'm gonna make you regret your thing for Vor. <laughs> well, today is not that day. Uh, the worm like gargles a little bit and turns its head towards uh, you, Alden, and is gonna try bite you. Oh, Great. I should also ask you to make me a fortitude save, Casca. Sorry. <laughs> Nat twenty. Fuck you. Um, oh shit. Okay, you're super not sick. <laughs> um, okay, Alden, it attacks you. Uh, is a thirty uh, a thirty four against you, Alden? Presumably not a hit. Uh, that is not a hit. Okay. Uh, well, that is its turn. Alden, it just ate Casca. No. <laughs> no, you can't fucking vor her. I'm so tired. <laughs> I am going to fix that. I'm going to save her. I'm gonna. <laughs> Cut this thing open so that she can free herself. Okay, do you want to try, uh, jump onto its gut and try cut it open? Yes! Okay. That's an athletics uh, roll, right? To jump? Well, athletics roll to jump off and grab onto it, yeah. Mm-hmm, that's just what I wanted to make sure about. 49, so... Holy shit, that's a super crit! Um, you leap directly onto where you can hear Casca inside. You know exactly where it's, uh, she needs to be cut out. So I'm going to give you a... Uh, usually your attack modifier would have gone down for this next attack, but I will let you keep it at your full attack modifier here. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, use both of the rest of my... I'm going to use the rest of my turn to do this. A uh, 42. Okay, a 42... Yes, indeed, that is a hit. Roll damage. 40 damage. 
Okay, Alden, you know what? That's enough. You stick Briar in and you like rip downwards and you immediately like it again blasts you in the face with blood but then you see inside the gore and the gruesomeness you see Casca you wave um, at Casca I'm gonna pull her out um okay make me a legs check is this at a minus five yes that's okay uh 34 um you don't get her the full way out, but you definitely loosen her a bit. Her head is sticking out, the thing out. This is gross, Casky. You hate it, but at least you're not like in its guts anymore. Yeah, she can breathe. Right, Casco. <laughs> she just uh, gives she just gives Alden a look of I never want to do that again. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> okay, Casca, uh, it is your turn. Uh, your head is sticking out of the mire worm. You're not completely free, but you don't have to make a legs check to escape anymore. So you can cool. just you can spend an action to fly out. Uh, she's gonna do that, and okay. then she is also going to. I think she's gonna bitch slap it with her tail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go for it. Ooh. Okay, so that is. That is a. Forty-one. Forty-one is a hit. Roll damage. 14. Okay. Smack him in the face with your tail. And then for my last action, she is going to... She's going to bite it again. Okay, go for it. Okay, so that is a 32 to hit. Okay, uh, 32 is a miss, unfortunately. Damn, okay. Okay, is, uh, what do you have Isra or do? Do you keep, have him keep flying? Do you have him attack? What do you do? Um, well, he is going to keep flying. Mm-hmm. And he is also going to bite. Okay, go for it. Okay, that's a 40. 40 is a hit, roll damage. 20 damage. Wow, okay. that, was, that was a bad roll. <laughs> it's fine. That's still good. You are chipping him down. Um, the mire worm lets out another gurgling <laughs> as uh, Isror bites into it, snarling. Um, Iker, it is your turn. Fuck this goddamn monstrosity. Fuck this worm. Um, you can tell it's definitely not looking too hot now. It's been gushed open. Good. I'm gonna do something to it, maybe. Yeah? What are you gonna do? Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna press another button because that one doesn't do a whole lot of damage. Um, I'm gonna press. I'm gonna press button two. Okay. Um, the cold iron sword. Weapon, not a sword. It's not a sword, it's a battle axe. Um, okay. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll that and hope that I hit 29. 29 is not a hit, I'm afraid. <laughs> That's me hitting my head against the table. Baker hitting his head. <laughs> He's banging the fucking rod against his head. Uh, um... 
your attack bounces off against this fleshy body. Uh, you have two actions left if you want to cast a spell. I cast fucking die. Um, I can't do fortitude ones because it fucking has a great fortitude, apparently. Um, are you okay? Uh, I, you know what? I haven't used that spell in a while. I'm gonna use my, my baby boy, my favorite spell. Um, roll me a will save. Okay. Oh no! Oh no. Oh yes. Natural one! Uh oh. Uh, okay, the target is so afraid it might die, it must attempt a fortitude save. If the target fails, it dies. Oh dear. Uh, that is a 7 plus 34, that is a 41. 41, um... Yeah, that's a save, barely. Okay, but still gonna take damage from the crit fail. 12d6. Holy shit. Times two, right? Is that heightened oh, yes, update, Ritz? It is heightened. Um, okay, cool. So it is 12d6. Okay. 40 damage. Times two, that's 80 fucking damage. Uh, this thing looks bad. Like, it looks bad. Looks like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, Iker, that is your turn, right? Mm-hmm. You see this thing suddenly, like, straighten up and, like, squibble a little bit. Um, you don't know what a fucking mireworm is afraid of, but it seems to be fucking terrified. Uh, it is its turn, and it's going to breach back under the water, which is a problem because Alden is still on it. Uh-oh. Ah, fuck! Alden, no. Uh, Alden, you are plunged into the acid uh, as it starts to, like, try swimming away. And you take 66 damage. That is 26 damage from uh, the acid that you are da uh, dashed into. Um, it's going to make a body attack roll against you as it tries to get you off. Um, that is a 2 plus 33, that is a 35. No. Okay. Uh, and he's going to spend his last action swinging away from Iker. Um, Alden, it is your turn. You're an acid. You take another 66 damage. That's so fast. I know, um, it's the first time you hit in and every round afterwards. So that's another 19 damage. Yikes. Okay. Um, You're a big healthy man. You can definitely do this. Alden's like he's gonna try and kill it um because if it's dead maybe this thing will this, maybe the acid will leave <laughs> um okay that's a that's a natural 20 <gasps> uh oh sisters roll damage uh -oh, sisters. Alden oh this worm is Four, so eight, fucked 12 plus 12 um, <clears throat> that's 46 times 2. 92. 92 damage. I don't know if Briar does anything in particular on a crit, but... Alden, how do you do this? <laughs> um, I think that when he gets plunged into the water, um, into the, uh, into the acidic bullshit, um, I think he just gets really uh, mad about it. I think it pisses him off so bad that his anger <laughs> makes it easier. Um, and I think that he just fucking, um, where he, he's, he's at the guts, right? Mm -hmm. I think that he, um, makes another cut that 
because it's swimming away, right? Mm-hmm. It disembowels it completely. Jesus Christ. Good. Bolden is fuming. Um, and then, um, it's, he's going to swim up because this thing is dead. Uh, you don't need to. Okay. As soon as your blade cuts through this thing, um, you land on the floor and it is a swampy floor, but it's a dry floor. Oh, his face down. And beside your face, Alden, you see your bloom trophy. Mm-hmm. A singular red wriggling worm. It's still alive? I want to squish it! Well, it stops wriggling after a few seconds. Alden. Alden sort of calls back towards the others. He's still face down. He's like... I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I think Casca goes over, flies down, and drops out of dragon form right next to him. <laughs> she just lays there. Iker asks uh, Isor to uh, walk them over there. Isor lands and, like, kind of. He makes the closest thing to a sigh that a wolf can do as he pads over. Dogs can sigh. Well, he sighs. <laughs> Physically. My dog sighs all the time. Alden points at the worm. He's like, the worm's there. That's the fucking trophy. Uh-huh. I hate I'm to be picky it. about it, but I fucking hate that. Does it have to be a worm? <laughs> I, I don't want to see it again. I'm sick of this shit. I'm so sick. It's got some Alden. Alden takes out a napkin and picks it up like that. He's like, okay. Gross. Right, let's, he, he like Let's make sure um those bog striders are okay. Uh and then just fucking go home. Please, can we just go home? I just wanted to do a fucking ritual today. Uh. Alright, um... uh, He looks around. Are they nearby anymore? Oh, they're Um, a mile away, aren't they? Yeah, they're a mile away, uh, but, like, you see a few things skittering outside, like, the perimeter of their village, even from here. Um, And you also see uh, FAE about, like, half a mile jumping up and down and punching the air as the rain finally clears. And uh, she starts like scampering towards you guys and you see another bog starter scampering towards you and here you are in the middle. <laughs> We're in the middle of their um, reuniting. <laughs> There's gonna be an impact we need to get out of the way. <laughs> I think Casca just army crawls over right next to Isoror, and she's still laying down on the floor. (laughs) Isoror sighs and lies down beside you. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, eventually FAE gets there first, uh, and she's Mm. like, Hey. (sighs) Wow. That was incredible. You guys, that was a worm? 
It sure was a worm. Sure, that was gross. A worm. It was it very was disgusting. disgusting. So cool at the same time. No, it was fully disgusting. No, it was just disgusting. <laughs> that was the nastiest shit we've ever done. She squints off into the distance and skittering towards you guys is, of course, another creature. <laughs> and it is a box strider, and it is one that's instantly recognizable to you. Oh, that charming face and those bright eyes. You definitely recognize him. This is the box rider you uh, freed last year. Oh, we fucking stan. <laughs> and the box rider comes to a halt, hugs the FAE, and kind of goes... <laughs> and then, like, looks at you guys and, like, double takes, and then, like... Icker <laughs> <laughs> waves. And FAE is like... <laughs> and everyone's... <laughs> And they sound like K-pop stands. Or... <laughs> 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 I was literally about to say. Um, Iker, you're able to make a pin begin to like, un- like join in the conversation if you like. Yeah. He's like, skr, 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 skr. Skr, 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 skr. You are the man who saved me last year. Skr, 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 skr. And you skr, saved skr, me skr. once again this year. Skr, 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 skr. Skr, skr, skr. It's just, uh, we're just doing our jobs. Skr, skr, skr. And uh, F.A. looks uh, at, like, kind of gives him a hug and says, I was really worried something was wrong. I was worried that, like, maybe something had happened and, you know, the nation had put rules on you. No, no, we were simply, well, everything turned to water. Um, did it happen like randomly? Yeah, one day it just happened. That's fucking wild, this man. This is a lot. <laughs> uh, turns to you, Kaska, and says, I can't understand your accent. Oh my god. Um,. He turns uh, to you again, Iker, and says, Brave human, come back to talk Nicolas with me, so that we may thank you properly for what you have done. Yeah, sure. This way. And he's off the water. And Effie is like, Wow, they never invite outsiders into talk Nicolas. I've only was able to get in after a year. Oh my god. Um, I guess it has to do with the worm. Would you guys like to go to Talk Nicolat? Yeah. Sure. Alden gets up and he's like, okay. <laughs> and I I think he's like, do I? Am I. St- Is he still wood? Uh, no, by now the wood kind of like fades away um, back into Briar. And you feel a kind of like, hmm, come from it. You know, like, you know that one emotion? Hmm. Yeah, the emotion, hmm? Like, it's that one <laughs> blushing emoji, you know, the one with the big I know, smile. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I just think it's funny. Um, Alden is like, thank you, Briar. You feel a wave of, like, embarrassed uh, pride kind of flow over you. <laughs> um, he smiles and he, he um, puts her away so she's safe. Um... And um, he heads over and he's like, Alright, I'm no longer wooden. 
And it's time to go. You know what? Yeah. Lads. You are no longer wooden, and I don't, I'm gonna make it a point not to think about the fact that you were wooden for a while. You don't like it when I'm wood, bro? Bro, I only like some of your wood. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't even get, have any. Well, you get to talk Nicaragua. <laughs> Um, there's about a dozen bog striders. Uh, Iker, you get the feeling that these tend to be solitary creatures, so 12 of them is a pretty big settlement for them. Um, the, uh, elder, you can tell, is a, like, you can tell because he's got, like, a little crown made of, uh, like, uh, bog wood on, and he kind of, like, looks you guys up and down and puts a hand on Kakek's shoulder, and, uh, he says... So you are the outsiders who have saved my boy and now my village. Yeah. I mean, we had to do something about the worm. Um, so it's it's just part of the job. Yes, you have saved us twice now, skiskiskiska. Very rarely do we see outsiders actually give a, a damn about the going on of the bug striders, skiskiskiska. And from what I understand from my boy, skiskiskiska, you are also responsible for the boggards to the north reducing their aggression, skiskiskiska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I cannot let this go unrewarded. And he kind of turns and like he pulls out a twig. Mm-hmm. And he says, take this and use it wisely. We we believe you may be able to continue the legacy. He fucking stares at it. Um, and he, like he does take it. Uh, he's on a mirror and he's like, I'll use it wisely. Thank you very much. Do you know what this is? Something very important? Question mark. This is Quimera's branch. Have you ever heard the tale of Quimera? Uh, shakes his head. Perhaps a century ago, tales began emerging from the stonelands of a dryad named Kuyama, a fake creature of singular courage, strength, and conviction. An accomplished druid, Kuyamea was bonded to a tall oak near the center of the Nile marshes. One day, while exploring the forest, the dryad doubled over in pain. The tree, her home and friend, had contracted a disease, and it, and she would soon die if she did not do something. Using her magic, Quimea awakened the oak, giving it sentence so that together they could figure out a solution. Yet to her surprise, the oak did not despair over its fate. Once it had no mind before the druid spell, it reasoned that it had nothing to fear for its loss. The tree would wither and die, as all trees do, and rejoin the soil soon thereafter. Before it did so, however, the tree wished to see the river, and so it slowly uprooted itself and began walking towards the cellar. As it went, it tore free one of its branches and gave it to Kwamea, begging her to stay behind. Skiskiskiska. From this branch, Kwamea crafted a powerful wand. 
she discovered that with aid, she did not need to bind herself to a new tree, as she could continue to fend her forest, extinguishing fires and blunting axes, until she finally passed on herself. Now her soul and the tree's soul inhabit this wand, and you can bring forward a tree of life to aid you in your darkest moments. I... Thank you. Check this shit out. And he casts a spell with it. Oh shit. From the wand, suddenly, a tree grows out of the ground, and it is white barked with golden leaves and delicious fruit. Oh my god. Try take one. Okay, and he takes one. Do the rest of you take one? Uh, yes. Yeah, sure. You all bite into it, and this is the best goddamn fruit you have ever had in your life. Holy shit. Uh, you it's immediately good. restored 2d8 uh, HP plus a little bit. Oh my god. 2d8 uh. plus 5 HP. And it's great. Um, so the way this works is that this tree will last for a minute. Um, and you can take one uh, fruit per round for that minute. That's about six of these fruit, and regain twelve uh, two d eight plus five HP. So if you spend a whole round, e- a whole minute eating uh, fruit from this tree, you can gain twelve d eight plus thirty HP. That's sexy. Each I of love you. That. So yeah. All right. Obviously, you can only do this once per day, but hey, it's good to have. Yeah. Tatek kind of like buzzes a little bit and says, sk, 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 sk. "Thank you, proud outsiders." You have sk, 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 helped our, save our village, and you are welcome to return any day. Sk, 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 sk. Alden is Alden is like what I don't. He can't understand this, so it's literally just he looks at Icker and he's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, Icker kind of like uh bows to him a little bit, and he's like, "Um, it was a pleasure, sk, 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 to meet you, sk, sk, sk. Um, sk, sk, we'll be on sk, sk, our way." Sk. Safe travels. And the other one says, Goodbye now. And FAE is like, I'll hang out here a little bit more, but I really can't thank you enough. Keep doing a good job in making Kilsella a safe place for everyone, okay? Of course. If you see anything weird again, don't be a stranger. Okay. Do you guys head back? Mm hmm. All right. You guys head back. And thankfully, nothing weird happens for the rest of the day. Thank Oscar, God. Do you want to finally try do this storytelling, <laughs> or do you want to take a bit of relaxing? I think she's going to do the ritual. I think she's like, okay, if I rest now, I won't be able to do this, and it'll be forever. So, I think, we should, I, think I should just do this now. She goes to the Church of Arastal. <laughs> okay. Um... Jihad is in the church at the moment, as is Akiros, and they're talking quietly. Um, do you listen in on them for a second before jumping in, or are you just going to barge over? Uh, I will let them discuss for a little bit okay. longer. I do not want to uh, impede on their conversation. You don't necessarily, like, they don't necessarily notice you as they're talking. And Akiros kind of sighs and says, Of course, I'm thankful for Rastel to letting me back in I'm I just worry that 
he'll never truly forgive me. I live with the guilt of what I've done, and although I've redeemed myself to an extent, still a stain. And Jihad kind of sighs and says, The fact that you feel any compassion at all is enough to show that her Rasta loves you. You've done a very good job with everything you've been doing, heroes. You've even almost converted the Felstad boy, and that's nearly a <laughs> miracle in itself. He already worships him. <laughs> uh, Casca, do you take? Do you come in? Do you let like yes. stop this from happening? Yes. Okay. Uh, they kind of jump when you come in. Like, oh. And um, Jihad's like, "Hi, Priestess Tanavin." What brings you to the temple? Um, I am in need of a few clerics. Um, I we still need some information on um, a certain count, and the only way that I could get any more information on him is if I perform a ritual. Hmm. He kind of like strokes his chin and says, "Which ritual is this?" Uh, legend law. Hmm. You yourself might not be able to be the lead caster in that ritual, sister. Absolutely King. not. <laughs> I'm not that big of a cleric. I was a druid at first. This would actually be more suited to a bard. Oh. Occultism is the primary magic used in legend lore, although you can still take part in this. It might be an idea for you to either go to the College of Kilsella or contact uh, King Atiocles and ask for his aid. Okay. Sounds good. She thinks about it and she wonders if Iker is right now relaxing and doesn't want to beat <laughs> on that. <laughs> uh, he, she, he likes this. Would you? Do you need me to supply a casting of message? Uh, no, it's okay. I can do that. It's fine. <laughs> okay. You cast message? She casts message and... Hey, Ika. If you're not relaxing right now, I need your assistance with the ritual. Please. Love you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, you get one back pretty quickly. Uh, um, it's like... Uh, hey, Casca, my good friend, my lovely, pretty, wonderful, great friend, <laughs> whom I love and cherish. Yes. Love you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I think it's because it's a cantrip and she can do this infinitely. Um, she says... Okay. Meet, meet me at the college. We might need help. We, we might need more help from other bards. Uh, you get another message back, and it's like, got it. I was just chilling, vibing. You know the works. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be over soon. Love you. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, do you go down to the college? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so, Casca, you get to the college, and uh, you are, you get there, and uh, you see Iker, and uh, Iker has already gathered a few people who might be able to help you cast this ritual. Mm-hmm. Uh, including the two secondary casters for this. Wizard D is here! Hello, Casca! Casca <laughs> was just filling me in on all the wizardly details. Okay, cool. Uh, that's, that's great, actually. I'm glad you're able to help. Oh, yes! Helping is my favorite thing to do. Now, uh, Legend Law... So, here's the situation. To cast Legend Law, you need to be able to have the Master Caster using Occultism, and they need to be a Master in Occultism. Uh, King Ateocles, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're a Master in uh, Occultism by now, right? Oh yeah, I sure am. Okay, excellent! Um, I'll gather some bards. Um, John, will you go do that? And John's like, yeah, okay, I'll... Get right to it. <laughs> I'll go gather some bards. Um, they will cast the secondary components. This will take about a day, but by the end of it, if all goes well, Iko will be lost in a trance and tell you legends and lore that kind of helps you. It might be a bit cryptic, but it's it's something, you know. It certainly is something. Yeah. Um, Iker, who hasn't been paying attention to the fucking, um, uh, spell and doesn't know what it is. Just nodding. So, uh, Casca, I guess your job here would be to listen to what Iker says at the end and take notes of anything that sounds important, okay? Sounds good. I can All do that. Right. Well, boys, and like, uh, Jonathan's, and yeah, we got some boys. All right, this is gonna be great. Wizardy's uh, long-lost brother, BRD. Yeah, BRD comes over and he's like, Hey, I'm BRD. <laughs> this is my voice. <laughs> BRD, lovely to meet you. Uh, I'm BRD, and uh, this is my friend, NPC. <laughs> the NPC says nothing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I... Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Is there something wrong with my friend NPC? <laughs> no, you're perfect. Um uh, let's let's get going with the f- spell. This is fine. I'm good. I'm uh, professional. <laughs> Alright, your highness, I suppose. Anyway. Uh, so this will, uh, this will, you need to spend about 300 gold on buying some rare incense for this. Okay. That can be uh, done. So are you guys good spending that? Yeah, yes. that's fine. Okay. Uh, you light the incense and uh, let's get some mood music going. Okay. Um, Iker, you sit in a dark room as you prepare yourself. Um, the two other uh, casters start like drawing big spiraling uh, runes on the floor, which like paint out like this map of history according to the uh, sort of scroll that Casca got. Casca, you sit on a uh, chair across from them all 
Uh, you're blindfolded off as you just kind of wait. Mm-hmm. Um, after a good while of uh, search, you know, like, there's a lot of that goes into the preparation itself as the uh, very specific uh, lines are drawn and, like, the right spell words are said at the right times. Mm-hmm. After a couple of hours, Iker, you are confident enough to start. Okay. So when you take charge of a ritual, you are its primary caster and others assisting you are secondary caster. You can be a primary caster for a ritual even if you can't cast spells. You must know the ritual and the ritual spell level can be no higher than half your level rounded up, which you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you must also be required proficiency rank in the skill used for the ritual's primary check, which in this case is occultism. And you must attempt this skill check to determine the ritual's effects. The primary skill check takes, uh, determines the tradition, which in this case is occultism. Uh, it doesn't take a spell slot. Um, so uh, the secondary uh, casters, the way the ritual works basically is you are its primary caster, so you're going to need to roll occultism for this. But uh, the secondary casters are going to uh, roll dirting, which in this case is uh, perf- uh, performance, as they kind of like uh, chant like a singing song in the background. Um, as you do, as they do this, though, uh, they'll be able to either raise or lower your effect. Okay. So uh, they're gonna roll, and they get all right. Uh, that is a twelve plus seventeen, so that is a twenty-nine. So that is a uh, for the secondary thing. That is a success. So there is no bonus or penalty. Mm-hmm. Iker, now you need to make me the occultism check for the primary one. Alright. 41. Okay. That's a success. Fuck yeah. As Iker peers into the veil, Casca, you watch as magic swirls through those spirals, like your aura of reading kind of catching it. And Iker kind of slumps over, and you can see his brain pulsing with magic. Okay, that's new. My fucking brain. And his brain. mouth kind of like slops open. <laughs> Your fucking brain, dude. Afterwards, kind of like goes limp a little bit. And he looks into the sky and he says. Once upon a time, there was a wicked fae count. Count Ranelak was a master of shadows, of traitors, of fear. He watched over the people of the North, helping them thrive in the age of anguish, and yet oppressing them, keeping them living in fear. They were his toys, his pawns, his playthings, for to them, he was a monster, a boogeyman. The thing under the bed, the shape between the trees, the shadow on the moon at night. And then one day, he vanished. Once upon a time, there was a count. The eldest did not love him, for he was cruel and terrifying. They were waiting for the day they could throw him out, the day he proved himself a traitor. And when that day came, When he presented to them something they could say that he was truly a traitor to their kind, they cast him out, and he was never seen ever again. 
Once upon a time, there was a count. He was drawn to the wars of man, of the wizard and the lich, far to the exotic south, the nation of Nex and the nation of Geb, and the high wizards of Nex battled against the low necromancers of Geb. And lo, in the siege of Nex, Gebite forces were accompanied by shadows, by dark entities known to man, whispers of the plain between plains. The shadows were defeated, and twas on this day that the last sighting of Ranelak by those who knew him. Once upon a time there was a girl, and she fell in love with the mysterious stranger. He was handsome, charismatic, and deadly, and she fell in love with him for all of this. Once upon a time there was a girl, and she taught the Count to be kind. She showed him how to love, she showed him how to stitch, to bake, to sing, to be kind. She showed him to be a person rather than a monster, a boogeyman, the thing under the bed, the shape between the trees, the shadow on the moon at night. Once upon a time there was a count. He fell in love with a girl. But as she healed him, he corrupted her. And they both were changed. He became kinder, yet she became vain. And they met in the middle. Conformed together, neither of them perfectly kind, neither of them perfectly cruel. Once upon a time there was a girl who asked to see her forever after. She did not like what she saw. It terrified her. It confused her, confounded her. And she hated it. And once upon a time, there was a will-o'-wisp. When the girl lashed out, he struck back. The Count saved her, yet he only slowed their capture. And as she ran, she was hunted by them. Once upon a time, there was a girl and her husband sacrificed himself to save her from that terrible, whiffling creature with its jaws that bite and its claws that catch. And for that, the Count, the monster, the boogeyman, the thing that hides under the bed, the shape between the trees, the shadow on the moon at night, was punished by the eldest, and he was never seen again. Once upon a time, there was a girl, and she was put to trial for her crimes. They punished her. They took her kindness, her love, her beauty, her goodness, all the things which healed the Count, and they took it from her so she could never do it again. Once upon a time, there was a wicked queen. She no longer loved the Count, for she could not. She wanted what he had promised her. She wanted power. She wanted his realms. She wanted to be one of the eldest. She wanted to hurt people as badly as she had been hurt. And she wanted to find the goodness that she knew was out there still. The goodness that would one day slay her. And she wanted to destroy it before it could destroy her. Once upon a time, there was a Count. He was a monster, a boogeyman. The thing under the bed, the shape between the trees, the shadow on the moon at night. He fell in love, and love killed him. And after an hour of this, Casca, repeating the same 
mysterious stories over and over again, Iker collapses to the floor, Dead. sleeping. Uh, <laughs> night, Iker. <laughs> Was I conscious for any of that? Nope. Cool. <laughs> Casca, what do you do? Uh, she. I think she kind of slumps back and she's like, oh my god, okay, well, um, huh. Didn't think she was actually capable of falling in love with someone, but I guess that, I guess we, su- there's surprises every turn. Okay. BRD kind of puts up his hands. Did you make sense of any of that? I made sense of quite a bit, yeah. Uh, hmm. Is anyone able to write that? Is anyone able to write that down? Like all of that down, just in case. NPC gives two thumbs up. Thank you. Um, because <laughs> I'm probably gonna need this in case I forget. Uh, I want to recount this later to everyone else as soon as I get the king back to the castle. Casca, <laughs> mm-hmm. you an arm around Iker and you pull him up and you slowly drag him over to Isror and start heading back to Castle Gilmore. And we see now Bangberry. No, don't do this place dirty again, please. <laughs> I've had enough. Bangberry is doing well. It's the middle of the night now and the uh, the harvest moon above casts like a yellow hue over the town at night. A farmer is quietly checking his uh, barn. It's been a while since he was alone like this. Usually his kids are taken care of, but because it's so late, they've mostly gone to sleep now. And he takes a second to sort of look out over his home for the last five years. Fangberry's been good to him. Fangberry's been good to everyone. And he kind of like exhales a little bit, looks up at the harvest moon. And he stops because beneath the harvest moon he sees something something is moving through the undergrowth towards one of the farmhouses and he freezes because this thing is enormous about the size of a house itself and it's almost lugging itself along and it like opens up a window into one of the farmhouses and slides a hand in and pulls out a woman. And obviously the man screams in terror because yo what the fuck? That's fucked up, man. (laughs) And the creature turns towards him and at first the man assumes it's a troll. Just like all those years ago, a troll has come back to the Fangberry. But upon closer inspection, 
while it certainly resembles a troll under that harvest moonlight, it's not. It's something much more confusing and mysterious. And that troll licks its lips and says, What are you gonna do? Scream about it, motherfucker? An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.